25 minutes uh, to 5 on SFM. Thank you for staying with us. You know, uh, this time of the year, every year, it's all systems go to Makanda for the National uh, Arts Festival. Now, the virtual National Arts Festival is set off to kick off, is set to kick off today into an 11-day curated program of online creativity, pre-recorded and live events, short films, virtual art exhibitions, jam sessions, interactive events, webinars and more showcasing uh, the South African and international art scene. Joining us on the line, the CEO of uh, the Virtual National Arts Festival, Miss Monica Newton. Miss Newton, a very good morning to you. Happy Youth Month. Thank you for waking up so early. And and the, and it, no longer youth, but we, we definitely are celebrating young people in the festival this year. Absolutely. Yeah. What a time we find ourselves in. Absolutely. Uh, extraordinary times. Um, and as they say, they call for extraordinary measures. And, and ours starts today. Uh-huh. How, how, how has COVID-19 disrupted uh, the way you prepare this year? Because it's disrupted everybody's life. It, it's been unbelievably disruptive. We, we started out the year um, uh, with a live festival planned. And things were in place. Our program was approved. We were moving along. We were identifying service providers. And along came the coronavirus pandemic. And when we first started to hear about the, the pandemic, and we have, we're very lucky to have board members for the National Arts Festival who are also involved in the tourism sector. And, of course, that particular sector was very alive to how the, the pandemic was starting to impact on global flows of how people were traveling. And, and so when we started to hear about it, we were, there was a sense that it might disrupt our international participation. It might interrupt how international illnesses come in. And then, of course, from early March, we had our first case. By mid-March, we were considering disaster management protocols um, that would make it almost impossible for us to actually have a live festival. So with about 100 days to go, we pretty much made the decision that actually a virtual festival was no longer a backup plan. It was the plan, and that's what we started to to, to implement. And it, it forced us to completely abandon our plans for the live festival and move towards running an online festival for the first time. So our sector in particular has been incredibly hard hit uh, by the by the pandemic with live events and gigs across the world just completely drying up. Understandably, as a public health response to contain the pandemic, cultural spaces and institutions being closed. But we really felt like we needed to do something a little bit different and we had a little bit more time perhaps than a lot of other festivals. And so we decided to do something that we'd never done before. And uh, it's been good, it's been challenging, it's been educational. And I think what we really have to recognize is the heroes of the hour are the arts community who really stepped up and produced some extraordinary work. Yeah, we're chatting to the CEO of uh, the Virtual National Arts Festival, Monica Newton on SF. Uh, many comments, any thoughts, how you view it, how you're working it out in your mind, because uh, for a lot of people, this is an appointment not to be missed. We'll chat more in a moment. Stay with us. 
Watch Sober Companion as recovering addicts help other addicts see the error of their ways. Mondays and Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. only on SABC3. Hear something disturbing? Disturbing? We, the members of the National Association of Broadcasters, have never said this before. Never even suggested that you turn down your radio. But the world has changed, and so we need to listen harder. All of us. GBV.org.za is there. So if something's happening next door, nearby, or right next to you, turn down your radio. Listen. Act. We'll be right here when you're done. Hashtag SAFM Sound Awake. It is uh, 20 minutes uh, to 5 o'clock. Uh, Miss uh, Monica Newton is still with us uh, on SAFM. Monica, obviously, a, lo- a lot of people will be engaging with uh, the National Arts Festival for the very first time and not sure what to expect uh, since it's gone virtual. Well, how-, how would you describe it as opposed to the live one? Hello, Monica. Okay, looks like uh, Alain has uh, gone, has lost us there. We'll uh, quickly try. Monica, are you with us? Okay. Nineteen minutes to the hour. Monica, back with us. Monica, we lost you for a few seconds there. Thank you for getting back with us. Um, I, I was just asking, in terms of how you would define the, the festival, you know, a comparison between virtually and going live, how would you describe it for us? Well, I think the, the most difficult element that we've had to deal with is the fact that we, we don't have audiences. And that's impacted on both how we've designed our, our festival in the online space, but also how artists have responded to the challenge of presenting work for an audience they've never met um, and, and an audience that they can't see. So we, we had musical performances being filmed for the Stamp Jazz Festival in Johannesburg uh, with cast and, and crew in place, but no audiences. So that's been an interesting development, I think, for the arts community and to reimagine their work into into the virtual space. From the perspective of the festival team, we stopped building venues with scaffolding and rigging and we started building websites. Um, so the National Arts Festival website is the core gateway to the festival. All of the content that is part of the festival will be on our website, nationalartsfestival.co.za. As is always the case, we have free content and we have some scheduled performances. There is a lot of educational content, workshops and webinars. And then, of course, we have our program, which is being delivered largely in a video-on-demand format. So for the first time in the history of the festival, if you're really that keen, you can watch the whole festival and at your leisure. 
So you don't have to run around based on our schedule. You can actually schedule your own time and make your own decisions about when you want to watch things. So from the audience perspective, I think that's going to be very interesting. And from a festival perspective, we would normally be be doing work in a completely episodic kind of production-by-production way, but we're actually doing it in batches. So we're releasing program one on day one, program two on day two. So again, for the team, it's it's been a complete shift in how we, how we would normally do things. Wow. The, the program must be different and uh, exciting, I, I expect. Absolutely. And it's as diverse as it is in, in the live edition. We have poetry, we have music, we have theater, we have interactive performances, we have an amazing digital arts program through uh, the Creative Eight Festival. There's an incredible selection of film uh, as well. And we've been able to, to do work in in a depth perhaps this year that we, we might not have been able to do in the live edition. So the incredible Eastern Cape um, musician Madosini, uh, our indigenous music legend, is with us this year as our featured artist. And she will be with us across the entire program with an episodic delivery of a documentary of her life and inspirations. And it's been an incredible life. And so to be able to tell it across the whole life of the festival is really quite profound. And and really, we are so thrilled to have her with us and so thrilled to be able to, to look at her work in, in such depth and and with such detail. Uh, it's it's an amazing piece. I'm, I'm going to miss the jam sessions, I must confess, and going to the theater because it's it's so different. I, yeah, it's going to take some getting used to, I must confess. The, obviously, the festival plays a large role in boosting the tourism industry there. Mm. Well, what are the you know, tourist operators saying? Look, there's no, there's no doubt that one of the major stakeholders that we've not been able to, to effectively support with this festival this year is the city of Makanda. And our festival would normally bring in direct revenue between 80 and 90 million rand a year. And to our province, about 300 million rand a year as people flock to the festival. And that's just not possible this year. Because in terms of the restrictions in place, we are not able to have major events at all. We're not able to gather um, and perform in front of audiences at all. So there really is an enormous impact on our tourism economy, on our B&Bs, on our restaurants, and on the people of Makanda who really would look forward to hosting people. The town is, is very quiet, which would usually be buzzing with activity. And there are an enormous number of people for whom the festival is an annual livelihood. And that's just not possible this year. And, and we as the festival are very aware of that. And, and we're going to be working exceptionally hard to make sure that our Makanda arts community and our supporters and our home in Makanda in Eastern Cape uh, really do derive benefit uh, throughout the year that's remaining all in, in terms of our activities. Sure. Um, 
we don't know when things will get back to normal. And uh, this pandemic has taught us uh, a lot of things about, you know, embracing innovation. Um, will parts of the show remain when the, the pandemic is, has come and gone? Yes, we are really interested to see how our VFringe platform, um, which is a video ticketed platform that has a revenue model that sees 90% of the ticket revenue go directly to artists. We're really interested to see how this performs and we're going to be piloting it for a good couple of months and then we're going to see if it's something that we can continue because we do believe that it is so important at this time for artists to generate revenue, to have a platform that really supports their revenue uh, generating opportunities and that continues to support and showcase South African work. We are also going to continue with our virtual green platform For the moment, it's a shop window. It's a beautiful space where you can wander through and see what's on offer from crafters and makers and sellers across the country. But we're hoping to be able to turn it into an e-commerce platform so that, again, it will have a life beyond the festival and will contribute to the sustainability of both ourselves and, of course, the, the community of makers, designers, sellers that we support, and our virtual galleries for visual artists as well. We'd really like to see if there's, if there's good support for that, if people really like the format, because in which case our visual artists as well very badly impacted by by the pandemic and also facing an uncertain time of whether or not galleries will be open uh, for, for people to view their work. So there's a lot that we've invested in that we're very keen to see if there is the prospect of, of a longer life for those elements. And of course, as you said, 2020, a very unusual year. And I think there's a lot of things that we can continue to do in the virtual space. But I would like to, to reassure you as a loyal festino and your audiences that we are a live festival company. We, we love live events and we will certainly continue to do those as soon as we can. Mm. And uh, I'm thinking as well, I know it, 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 it's called comfort in a way, that uh, for those people, given the you know, tough economic times, who were going to miss it because they couldn't you know, get enough money for travel and accommodation, they will still be able to enjoy the festival. They won't miss it. And uh, new people will be able to enjoy it as well. So chances are it could be a win-win situation. We absolutely hope so, and we're also very aware of the economic circumstances that a lot of South Africans find themselves in. And so we've pitched our ticket prices as low as we can, so 80 rand a day will get you access to the full daily program. It doesn't include the fringe because obviously we really want uh, artists to be supported in this time so that they have a direct revenue stream. But it's it's really incredible to think that uh, in an online space, 80 Rand will essentially get you access to 20 different performances today. Um, and of course, more across the 11 days, which has a, a cost of 600 Rand. And our entire jazz festival can, uh, there's, there's access to it via a jazz festival pass for 500 grand. So we've really tried to make it as accessible as possible to as many people as possible because we really do think that this year is our opportunity to introduce new audiences to the festival, but also to say to loyal 
uh, festival audiences across the country and the world. We're still here, still doing what we do. Come and join us in these difficult times. Show the arts that it's still loved and supported and stand in solidarity with us as we as we do something in the face of the, the coronavirus and, and stand together in a very different way. So we can safely say it's 11 days of virtual amazing this year. Absolutely, and it's coming to you in your home. You don't have to travel anywhere. You don't have to be unsafe. You don't have to stand in a queue. It's all there on your internet-enabled screen. And for once, you can actually set your own schedule. Uh, you're not going to be running around from venue to venue uh, doing, doing things in a way that we organize. It's all up to you. Well, Monica, wishing you the best of luck. Uh, I'm glad that, uh, you know, you took on the challenge, you transitioned immediately, you had very little time, but uh, so far it sounds pretty good. Let's look forward to 11 Days of Amazing kicking off today and, uh, you know, let's uh, talk about it post uh, the festival and see where it takes us. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you virtually. Thank you. We're looking forward to having you and your listeners. Lovely. Thank you. A great day to you, Mom. Thank you. Lovely, thank you. The CEO of uh, the Virtual National Arts Festival, uh, Monica uh, Newton, talking to us about uh, 11 days of virtual amazing taking place this year. It's different, but it is there. Can't miss it.